Hello, disruptors. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. We're in the same room. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. We can look each other in the eye. Okay, yeah, this is actually a bit weird. <laughs> Stop staring generally, at me. Generally, that means we interrupt each other less. No. <laughs> Don't you think? Probably. Hopefully. We are all up in Sydney visiting Michelle and her new home. Hmm. Except we're not meeting in my no, home. We're this... meeting in the home of a fellow disruptor. Yes. Thanks, Claire. That's Love you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm devouring your bookcase right now. Not so... literally. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, sure. We're devouring <laughs> olives and chips. Mm. <laughs> and the 40% chocolate chip biscuits from Coles, which I once again will <laughs> say is a favorite. And cups of tea. So yeah. we thought we'd chat recommendations. Mm. And obviously we recommend... Um, going on a holiday with your best friends yeah because it has been delightful it has thanks to shell for being the ultimate tour guide around sydney yes it's been very treatful treatful yes it is actually a bit like heaven (laughs) it's just (laughs) nice things and nice friends and no responsibility for us anyway tam (laughs) i know exactly exactly and there may have been massages and wine Mm. and food and Mm. yeah I think just getting that 5pm to 8pm time back Mm. is one of the greatest gifts. Mm. And also the 7 till 9 in the morning. morning. Yes. Yes. Well, you have got that back. I have not. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's good. It is good. I know. Silence when you want it. Exactly. But you love your kids. Do you love my kids? Because we did just go and see one of... The most depressing films one might see, which um, was yeah. called Loveless, which is rated really well, but don't be fooled. Look, it's Russian. As we said, we probably wouldn't recommend it, but we wouldn't not recommend it. Yeah, it has subtitles and it's Russian and it's dark. Called Loveless. So, yeah, read it. It's basically a couple that are in the middle of going through a divorce and then their 12 year old son, neither of them want him, and then he disappears. That's the premise, which I'm not giving too much away because it is. On all of the billboards. It's a masterpiece, but we all have felt like... <laughs> so I just wanted to say, while we're saying we're enjoying time without children, it'll, it's also we love them and we don't yeah, we want don't them to, run, to away. run away. <laughs> Not until they're about 20. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. that will be fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've chatted mm. and I really haven't been doing much. Um, as I said, I haven't been doing much movie watching really haven't done much. Well, Netflix it, watching. <laughs> <laughs> <Right> <laughs> <at that>. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I did devour with my children um, Queer Eye on Netflix oh, because yes. I heard some really great reviews yeah. about it. And it, uh, look, it was pretty tacky as in very over the top, but duh, what do you expect? Mm. Like, that's the whole thing, isn't it? It's completely did you watch it over the, first the top. Time around? I did, I and I done. loved it the first time around. I watched it with mum, and we were obsessed. Um, loved it so much, and it does, yeah, I think that was part of it too, mm. is the going around again. Um, but of course, I cried in every single episode because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was delightful. Yeah. It does, but you feel like it's purposefully tugging at your heartstrings, you know? Like, I didn't. I didn't find it was as cheesy as usual American things. Really? Mm. It's pretty cheesy. Not cheesy. I think it's genuine. Maybe. I, I think hope they so. genuinely care about the people, which is yeah. nice. Mm. Yeah, there was there was mm. genuine love there, wasn't mm. there? Yep. Um, but that was that's an, a nice easy watch, and as I said, the kids loved it as well. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Mm. It was it was it's, good. 
was nice. Um, but apart from that, I did a bit of reading over Easter. And this was probably one of the first things, maybe apart from Harry Potter, that I've read that my kids have read. Mm. Um, and they read it first, um, Wonder. Oh, have you seen so the film? I have not seen the film okay. because I wanted to read the book first. Yep. Um, the kids actually read the book before they watched the movie as well, so I was really proud of them for that. Yeah. Um, but brilliant. Just beautiful, beautiful book. Really mm. enjoyed it. I was chilling out in the caravan reading it, and my 10-year-old came in, and I was bawling my eyes oh. out, and he, he just looked at me and goes, oh, you got to that bit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it was a brilliant book. Um, and the other one I read when we were camping was called Tin Man, um, which is by Sarah Winman, and she's um, written a couple of really books that have um, got some really great reviews. And it was. It was beautifully written, and I would highly recommend it. It's hard to explain what it was about. Tin Man refers to the fact that he was a panel beater. Hmm. Not anything it's weird. Australian? Not the Wizard of Oz. Not the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Australian. I felt at the beginning that it was. But I had this really weird thing where I switched. This is the problem with Kindles, right? I went to sleep reading Jimmy Barnes' Working Class Boy. <laughs> got a bit sick of it, yeah. as I was explaining before, Ash. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did. I loved I still recommend it, people. Um, yep. It was... I found it painful to read. He's not really a writer. He's a great singer. He's not a writer. Given that he's not a literary writer. writer, I think it's quite amazing. I kept thinking, has someone actually written this on his behalf? Really? Yeah. No, I felt it was fairly clear that whoever wrote that was not a writer. And then this happened, and that was all. No, no, I disagree with you there. I disagree with you. I found a page turner. I found it harrowing. It was. I I felt it painted the picture really well. You could see and feel his town and the people. Yeah, I do agree. I just, yeah. It's not the great Gatsby. No, I just, I think it could have been amazing. (laughs) The freaking green light. (laughs) What did that represent? Oh, I can't remember. Something. Okay, but continue. And what happened with anyway, your overnight? So I decided <laughs> to stop reading that and start reading this book that I'd heard yes. was fabulous because I thought I just need something good. So I started reading that. Oh, Ursula <laughs> let me down. <laughs> so I started reading that, fell asleep, woke up the next morning, was on holidays, so I thought, oh, I'll do a bit more reading. Started reading, thinking I was reading <laughs> Jimmy Barnes still, going, oh. wow, his writing is really incredible. <laughs> I don't remember this part. <laughs> completely confused myself and oh, yeah, realised that it was a completely different story. Anyway, Tin Man. Good. It was good. Mm, Get okay. on it. Nice. Yeah. What was it about? Mm, a panel beater. Oh, beautiful good writing. Beautiful. Doesn't yeah, matter if you want to run out and read it. Beautiful story. It was a beautiful <laughs> was it story. It was harrowing. It was harrowing. <laughs> um, it reminded me a little bit of A Little Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but a lot shorter. You know what? 
I reckon people will gravitate to a certain person's recommendations. <laughs> Potentially. As I, as I have I've, heard some people who actually like, you know, having a reprieve from their life don't choose your particular book recommendations. <laughs> I was explaining my, my taste in books to someone the other day and I said basically I like the feeling of having my heart ripped out, trampled all over and then stuffed back in my oh. body. Yeah, oh, I know. You are... I'm glad I'm not sleeping in this house. <laughs> she wanders around. <laughs> the house. Let's not talk about people freaking each other out. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Um, I'm going to recommend a few different things. I, yeah, like kind of Easter and school holiday. So um, I went to the Museum of Modern Art at Heidelberg, which I don't think I've spoken about before mm, on this podcast, no, right? no, but good. it is one of my favourite places in Melbourne. So if you're ever there, um, there's it's. I think it's one of my favourite places because of the story behind it as well. So it's a very Melbourne story, so you get um, the Bailu family in there, so they're quite you know well-known in politics and whatnot. So um, their daughter Sunday married a rich um, pastoralist from Tasmania, also who became a lawyer, um, John. And together they kind of were bucking the system at the time and wanted this utopian society. So they went out into the bush, Heidelberg, and they <laughs> bought this massive block of land to basically have this you know bohemian artistic community. So Sidney Nolan, who did like the famous Ned Kelly paintings whole bunch of joy hester a bunch of different artists came through there and stayed with them and anyone who stayed kind of had to work the land because they mm. had like veggie patches and blah, blah blah so you can go there now and still see the veggie patches so and they have their original house which is a weatherboard there which is um, one of the galleries and then in the 70s they built like an ultra modern house which they always thought when we die this will become a museum so it mm. feels like a museum when you walk through and then there's a whole new big um museum built there as well so there's three kind of i guess buildings on the site as well as a cafe as well as grounds you can walk around i have picnics on and so it's really um kid friendly as well as artistic friendly and basically sunday had an affair they all had multiple affairs but she had an affair with sydney nolan which lasted for years he was like the great love of her life and she planted this garden there called the heart garden which again, like they've replanted recently, so you can go and see where it is. Like they've planted it from photos that they saw. It's amazing. So you can read like they've got books there about um, Sunday and John's life and all the different people that came through there. So it's quite amazing. Anyway, there's an exhibition at the moment by Diane Arbus, who's an American photographer, and basically a lot of her works like in the 50s to 70s, and she was kind of like a quintessential like capturing American society, probably people in like lower social classes and her work, her work, her work <laughs> was quite um, divisive at the time. Like a lot of Americans really didn't like it. Um, one of her pieces called Identical Twins, like the parents said, this is the worst picture of these twins I've ever <laughs> taken. And so, yeah, and there's a lot of um, furor over whether or not <laughs> wow, really I'm loving this word but I'm German. kind of getting to the yeah the Führer or the Führer um, <laughs> anyway <laughs> what 
was that talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, there was lots of controversy. People were like, is she just using these people, mm. you know, for her artistic work or is she really trying to capture a moment in time? Mm. Anyway, so that was, yeah, quite a good exhibition there at the moment. But, you know, they're, as they do at galleries, always changing and it's a great place to go. So I highly recommend that. I went to see the movie A Wrinkle in Time mm. with Oprah and Reese and other various people. And I really enjoyed it. I think, um, look, it's not like the most brilliant film that you will ever see, but it's based on the book by Madeleine Engel, who is actually a Christian writer. And I think a lot of the concepts in there are very Christian. I know that some people have criticised that it's much more like universalist or new agey in theme, but I found like it was just really beautiful. It was just talking about moving into different time dimensions and that this earth is not the only thing that we can see. And basically the kids lose their father and they go on a quest through space and time to find him. And it's really, I guess the main message about it is kind of loving and accepting yourself. So it's a good film probably for teenagers. There are some scary bits in there. Um, so I wouldn't go with that. But I was like just sitting there in the movie, like writing down quote after quote. Mm. And one of my mm. favorite ones was from... Of course she was. <laughs> Rumi, like I literally was. I'm looking it up on my phone if I can find it. Where is it? Um, oh, anyway, it's by Rumi, who's like the 13th century Muslim theologian poet guy. Which is the wounds. The wounds are the places where the light comes in. Mm. I've heard mm. people say like the cracks are the places the light comes in. Cool. Which I think is such a beautiful message. Like mm. when you think about the whole Brene Brown shame thing about like mm. yeah. Anyway. So, um, so I do recommend that. And uh, and the last thing I was going to say is, oh, with Easter, with our little group that's been mate- meeting, not mating, which has been going really well. This is the group that we started in our home just for, you know, um, people exploring their spirituality and creativity, and it's very embracive and inclusive. Um Plug, we plug. did a yeah a tenebrae style service for just before Easter, which is I think from the Roman Catholic tradition, but a lot of church traditions do it, where basically you're um, kind of I guess counting down in a way the death, Good Friday, the death of Jesus, and you have candles, and so throughout the service you're gradually blowing oh, out the yeah. candles until in the end you're left in darkness, and then you have a bit of silence in that point and then there's two dis- different traditions one is that you walk out in the darkness and you hold that feeling with you I guess over the weekend until mm-hmm. um, Easter Sunday and another one is because people a lot of people found that quite depressing is that then you have like a loud after some time of silence you have like a loud sound um, signifying like the earthquake when mm. Christ died and then you sing like a closing hymn so that's kind of how we ended mm. the night and it was really beautiful it was a beautiful Mm. night so you know next easter if you like want to do something different go and look around for some churches maybe doing a tenebrae style service or organize one yourself for your congregation Mm. i didn't realize it was part of the tradition i've done that before yeah at red and yeah i didn't realize Mm. that's Mm. come from okay yeah cool that's very deep and meaningful now (laughs) transition (laughs) to Shows the Book of Mormon, <laughs> which right, Bruce and I saw, and I know as you, mm. with your sensitive spirit, as you said, found it a little bit offensive. I laughed the whole time. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've seen on the stage. 
ever. And Bruce loved it as well. Wow. Like nine and a half out of ten. Wow. Like, yeah. The music is amazing. And it is it's funny. It's just so funny. It is funny. And yeah, really good music, even though I've never heard one of those songs mm. before. Um, each of them was funny. Like the whole mm. flick um, flick off yeah. like a switch, <laughs> like a light switch um, with the whole idea of when um, you've got your faith and then when things get a little bit complicated, like, yeah, someone gets cancer or you're maybe having feelings <laughs> towards the same sex attraction and then just like flick it off like a light switch <laughs> and it'll be okay. Um, so, yeah, I think like I went in as expecting it to be really horrifically offensive but actually found it to be not as much mm. as perhaps what it had been built up to be. And I was saying to you guys, like, I feel like Jesus kind of came out of it quite well. Yeah. They didn't really <laughs> attack the Jesus figure, which came in uh, here and there. So, yeah, anyway, that was they good. They did attack all religions per se. So I think they were kind of saying anyone that believes in any kind of deity Do you think is so? a bit crazy. Oh, That's I didn't, how I took okay. it. Okay. No, I, I, and like, they're really all the same kind of person i felt like they attacked the people that the people that aren't like the disruptors trying to wrestle with the complexity Mm. i feel like they were attacking blind faith which doesn't seek to wrestle with it like obviously they're clearly not faith filled people who have written the script but i feel like some of their insights were pretty fair oh yeah (laughs) oh for sure um but i felt like i could walk away with my own faith and not feel embarrassed by that Mm. it was more I'm pleased that I'm wrestling with my faith rather than mm. flicking the switch yeah. and trying to pretend yeah. everything's okay yeah. when it's not. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I hear what you're saying, Good but point. I, I saw it more, a bit more, um, nuanced. Mm. Mm. Um, Quirky even. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Um, on Netflix, you put me onto this ish, mm-hmm. Shit's Creek. No. I've heard so many people oh, raving yeah. about this lately. I have yeah. to watch it. Don't yeah, I? I think you do. You do. They're like 20, 25 minute yeah, episodes. You smash through them. Yeah. Bruce, I just like, he could not get on the bandwagon. I'm like, you're dead to me. I am just going like, <laughs> to yeah. smash five Sometimes episodes. You just leave people behind. You do. You do. Otherwise, yeah. oh, they hold you back. Yeah. Um, so I have done all three seasons <laughs> nice. in the last wow. two months, I'd say. And it's just, it's been a lovely, like, just reprieve lovely from reprieve life. from life and the characters are great and as much as you think that oh they're just playing it up too much and they're getting on my nerves then they just pull it back and are mm. actually quite fun so the concept is basically this family of four with a grown-up um uh son and daughter who would be in their like what would you say 20s mm. early 30s they lose all of their money they're super rich living in new york city they lose all their money and then they have to move back move to this small town called Shits Creek that they had bought as a joke back in the day <laughs> and then they live in this dodgy motel and then they have to relate to people from um the country town and yeah it's but they just were saying like rock up every single scene is this most amazing outfit that each of them wear because they got to bring their clothes with them and nothing else so it's just even after three seasons they're still bringing out these new outfits <laughs> that are just like high-end fashion it's yeah. fabulous it is good and um, we enjoyed um my favorite character is Yes. Eugene Levy, who is the father figure. Oh, he's, he's your favourite. Oh, no, 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 the son. Yeah, the good, son. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, the dad's eyebrows yeah, are his great. his literal but... son as well as yes. his son in this. And I think maybe help produce it. Could we wrong? Yes, and then it? Frank Levy is another guy who also helps produce. I think there's another. Right. Um, yeah, but his character is just so funny. Yeah. So funny. It's really. He's um, pansexual, which I had to yes. Wikipedia, <laughs> which means. Um, can go like 
it's it's hard to pick always. Well, yeah, it's hard to pick which way they go, and so they do like um, find both genders attractive. But it's yet yeah, this kind of like new breed of sexuality, pansexual. That mm. is kind of yeah, fluid, fluid. That's the word. Thank mm. you. Um, if you like watched like um, any of those like Waiting for Guffman or Best in yes. Show, it's got. Um, Similarish vibe in some ways, not quite as artsy, but um, it's got that fabulous Christina O'Hara. Christina O'Hara? O'Hara the mum? Plays the mum, yeah. She's so she is excellent. Yeah, they just are funny. Yeah. Really funny. It's good. Um, so, a couple of other quick things. So, I'm recommending um, the ethical fashion guide that Baptist World Aid put out each year. So they've done another round of rating um, a large number of fashion brands um, with the scorecard from A to F. So, yeah, that's quite a good thing to download. So you can actually get it for free or you might want to just give them a donation for it. And then you can get the little guide and they, they go through a whole range of them. But interestingly, like, Groups like um, Cotton On, mm. which you'd think mm. would be quite low, are actually mm. around the A right. minus, um, which is quite good. Gorman does not fare so well, mm. uh, which is a shame. So this is like where their goods get... It's their supply chain. Manufactured. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And how transparent they are as well with the process helps, yes, doesn't it? Yes, that's right. So yeah, you get a lot of them with asterisks, which... Uh, they might say that they haven't given the information, so mm. they can't be their rating can't go yes. any higher. But interestingly, I know that they um, have been invited in, like the the David Jones board, because you mm. know how David Jones have their own lines and stuff. Mm. They now have on their own KPIs as a board the, their rating in yeah, this right. guide. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. I love That's when good. Christians are like really leading the way, and yeah. like in this regard, they really are. So Baptist World Age, um, get on it with their ethical fashion guide and in light of that as well for dignity mm-hmm. uh f-o-r it's in for dignity so heather rayside is a lovely um she's actually a doctor who went and did some missions kind of work with interserve mm-hmm. uh for a while and then ca- has come back to australia and wants to make a difference um in a similar space around people who mm-hmm. are affected by human trafficking. So she now has this great website, which is really pitched at our kind of age group, I think, with really mm-hmm. interesting jewellery and handbags and shawls and cushions and homewares that you can that she'll ship to you as oh, well. Wow. Um, but she does a lot of the ethical markets around Melbourne. Uh, but, yeah, if you wanted to get in for Mother's Day or um, Christmas stuff, but just I just bought a handbag myself great. for Mother's Day, which mm-hmm. will be wrapped up <laughs> by the children. Um yeah, so really nice to know that like she's not in it to make a whole lot of money, mm. uh, clearly, but just wants to all the money, the profits. A lot of it goes back to help the organisations that are getting these women out of trafficking and able to give them a job. That's fantastic. Mm. So that's a nice practical way to um, make a difference. And the final thing is what mm. all three of us have done in the last week or so is get our own Bitmoji. Character. Oh my goodness! I cannot tell you if you have not listened to our technology podcast, you need to do that, and you'll understand how excruciating this process was for me, Ursula, the technical luddite. Ursula fell off the surface of the earth for four hours one day. We've been 
been texting. It seriously would. It locked me out. Well, uh, firstly, I had to go through the whole ethical dilemma of did I want to do this or the not? The ethical dilemma? And then I had to try and get into the flippin' bit emoji thing. And for some reason, it just locked me out for ages and it wouldn't use my keyboard on my phone. But what is it? It's you in a cartoon form. Yeah. So you get to create. Which, by the way, when Michelle first sent it to me, I was like, I don't get it. Is this meant to be you? <gasps> it's true. I don't really look so much like me, whereas Bruce really looks like yeah, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. It's your husband. Mm, some people yeah. look more like themselves. That's true. Maybe I think, I made myself look better than myself. <laughs> I, I think you look a little insane. You have to, like, pick your eye color and your wrinkles and your body size and your hair color and your eye shape and your clothes from... It was really detailed so that it looks more like you. And then, <laughs> then it's hilarious. You can send a thinking. picture of yourself as an avocado. <laughs> There's so it's many good world. things. There's rainbows and unicorns and it just makes everything better. Yeah. Like, okay, because I sent to Bruce today because the girls are here and he's looking after the children Thank. God, he's such a lovely man. Yes. And Thanks, I Bruce. felt bad, and he's actually sick too. And so <laughs> I wrote this message like, I'm really sorry, but I'm not going to come back to look after the kids this afternoon. I'm sorry. And he said, All good, enjoy yourself. And then I sent a bit emoji that had me in a car with the sunset and the license plate that says later. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent one that says, I'm cry. And it's a bit emoji of him crying. And then he's just sit- another one that he's sitting on a swing with an empty swing next to him that says, Miss you too. I have a feeling. <laughs> and he looks I really have a feeling that they need to be here to enjoy those. I feel like yeah. it's funny, but I will um, have a screenshot. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll add them on to yeah. the Facebook group. I believe my husband said that this was a phenomenon about three or four years ago. I know. My dad has been doing it for the last year, which I've avoided. He sent ones of him in a bubble bath as Why? well, which is weird. I think parents should not be allowed to do this. We are parents. Yeah, I just realised that. <laughs> <laughs> We've forgotten already, Tam. <laughs> Anyway, it takes two days. So can you put it onto Facebook? Because I feel like every disruptor who's on Facebook should do it. And you need to then post into our group so we can see what each other looks like. Sure. Okay. Beyond, you know, obvious Facebook stalking, (laughs) which we all do. (laughs) So yeah, that's great. That's awesome. There's so much to do. I'm not going to do any of your reading. (laughs) (laughs) I know you won't. I don't expect you to. But I would like to go to Hartleburg. I I love that Mm. spot. I'm inspired. Yeah. It's gorgeous. When you come home. We'll do that. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, it's been lovely to have you in town. It has. It's been so good. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yay. All right. Ciao, disruptors. Ciao. Bye bye.